Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Wednesday, January 25th, 2023, and this is day 1771 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and glorify you. Thank you so much, my Lord, for waking us up to see this brand new, beautiful day that you created just for us. Help us, Lord, to embrace every moment of it, to be grateful for every second, and not to be weary and well-doing, for in due season we will reap if we don't faint. I thank you so much, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask my Lord that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is lost and found. And we're picking up where we left off yesterday. Yesterday, we were talking about the prodigal son, and we'll be talking about part two of the prodigal son today. So yesterday, uh, we talked about how the youngest son demanded his inheritance so that he can leave and go off and and party all the time. (laughs) And then he found himself in devastation. There was a great famine. He has squandered all of his wealth, and he found himself in a pig's pen which was the lowest and most degrading place he could be, especially uh, for a Jewish young man, uh, because pork was not something that they would touch. And there he was in a pigsty. And then he came to his senses and realized that even if he went back home as a servant, he would have it far better than what he was dealing with in famine. And he went back home and his father had his arms stretched wide open to receive him. His father had been looking for him, just like God waits and looks for us. And then after he got home, they celebrated, you know, him being lost and now found. Uh, You know, they had a great party, gave him a new ring, a new outfit. And now we're going to pick up from there. And we're going to start at Luke chapter 15, verses 25 through 32. Luke 15, 25 through 32. And it says, Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. When he came near the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked him what was going on. Your brother has come, he replied. Your father has killed the fattened fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. The older brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him. But he answered his father, Look, all these years I've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. Yet, You never gave me even a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours, who has squandered your property with prostitutes, comes home, you kill the fattened calf for him. 
Ooh, this sounds pretty contentious. My son, the father said, you are always with me. Everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. Whew, that, that is something that I think anybody could preach on that for a long time. <laughs> it is so many wonderful, beautiful nuggets and real life. Even though that son, many of us might say the nerve of him. But if we put ourselves in his place, we might see it also from his perspective. But the key is he was missing the point. <laughs> so let's go to point number one and let's talk about this. Have you ever lost something and, and turned everything upside down to find it? I remember when my, my oldest granddaughter was in the first or second grade and she lost her new beautiful coat at school. And of course, it was a coat that Nana bought her. <laughs> and when I talked to the teacher about it and, and the after school people, um, they directed me to the lost and found. They had at least four of them in their grade school all throughout the building. I searched and searched. And when I got to that final container, there it was at the bottom of the stack. I was so happy and rejoiced, thanking the Lord for helping me to find it. And you see how excited we get over a lost item. Just imagine when a soul is saved and set free. Oh my goodness, that is worth celebrating. You know, we I rejoiced over that coat. Oh, that coat has nothing on a human life. And to see how God waits on us. He's waiting patiently, but it won't be too much longer because any moment the rapture can take place and every prophecy has been fulfilled up to the point of the rapture taking place. So God is waiting. Only God knows the day and the hour. Not even his son Jesus knows, but we cannot play around. We need to make sure that we come to Jesus while we can. And if we already have, now it's time to not hold it all to ourselves. You know, we need to share him with others if you're not already doing that. <laughs> Point number two, the same thing happens to us sometimes. The sad thing is that some don't seem to understand that, understand that about, you know, what the son went through or how he, how he felt. He didn't quite understand the, the big picture. So they're not able to show empathy, mercy, or grace as God shows us. They only think about themselves as the older brother did. I must say that he may have been exactly right as to what happened between the two, two brothers. How he did not, how he did it, uh, did not, uh, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Let me, let me get to my uh, scribbling notes. <laughs> the thing was, um, when he was doing what he was called to do, he did not receive the fanfare uh, his brother got. 
and uh, he was always obedient. He was always doing what the father asked him to do. I get that. But there's always a but, right? (laughs) We need to understand, as I said before, and see the big picture. And in order to see the big picture, we have to put self out of the picture. That is why we die to the flesh every day. The flesh is selfishness. The spiritual man is about humility, about sharing and putting others above ourselves. That is the flesh wants everything for themselves. And that is where the brother was speaking from, from his flesh. But when we began to see things through our spiritual lens, rather than from the natural eye, then we'll be able to see things as God sees them. When we put on the mind of Christ, we shift our mindset to see it the way Jesus sees it. We can't help but be concerned about others. We will understand that God loves us just as much and that we're already in the ark of safety. We're already with him. Once we're in, our goal, our goal, our assignment is to get out there and go to where the people are and And when they come to us, we need to be ready to lay aside our own selfish desires and begin to lead them to Christ and meeting them right where they are. Just like the, just like in, um, uh, like the Ethiopian, uh, eunuch and like Philip did, I'm sorry, with the Ethiopian eunuch, um, and, uh, in the book of Acts, when he noticed the chariot that he was that this treasurer, he was the treasurer of Queen Candace in Africa. And he noticed him sitting there and the Holy Spirit led Philip to his chariot. And he met the man where he was. And he said, what are you reading? He said, I'm reading Isaiah, but I don't understand it. (laughs) And then Philip was able to, to lead him from there and tell him what it meant. And then the man said, I need to get baptized. (laughs) He had accepted the Lord. It's time to get baptized to show that I am a new creature in Christ. And Philip baptized him. And that man was so excited. And the next thing, the Holy Spirit just catapulted Philip to his next journey. And that's how it is. God will send you to someone, encourage them, uplift them, uh, share Jesus with them. You may plant a seed. And you may come along and, and, and just encourage and, and then not just, but encouraging is a lot. And then someone else will come along and water that seed and start, you know, befriending them. And, and they hang out a little bit more and they start telling them about Jesus Christ. And then someone else will come along and water it some more and add some fertilizer to it. <laughs> and the next thing you know, they get saved. But we all have our parts to play and everyone's part is extremely significant. That's why when when uh, Paul talks about we're all part of the body of Christ and we all have different functions, just like the body. So all of us are not an eye or we're not all an ear, but each part of the body plays a very valuable part. And we don't say to the toe, little toe, you're not important. Hey, bump that little toe and see what happens. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. But I've done it. And it is, you can't, I couldn't even walk 
It was so hard because I had hurt that one little toe. And the thing is, it was just as important to keep the balance as all the other four. So understanding that we all have a significant part to play and we need to put self aside in order to do it. God's delighted whenever any of us come from the dead things of the world and to his glorious kingdom. When we understand that, we too will rejoice with the Lord. Woo, glory to God. Now, this is another lost and found scenario. One of the schools that I had the privilege of working in and, and still going to be working with them at T-Zone, um, they uh, came to me one day. This was school was out and they called me. The principal called and said, hey, Jackie, we've got bags and bags of coats. Can you use them? And I'm like, of course. And, and he said, some of them are like brand new. And I said, yeah, where did they come from? He said, they came from unclaimed items in the lost and found. He said he couldn't believe that kids would not get their coats. He did not understand, and neither did I, how they would go home without it and never pick it back up again. Uh, and I mean, there were... Yeah, I they piled my SUV up with a good eight bags, big trash bags full of coats. And before they gave them to me, before school was out for the last month or so, before school was out or several weeks, they had all these lost and found items right at the entry door so that if any of the kids saw anything there that they had lost, they can grab them. But nobody did. Interesting, right? And then the then God blessed me with them. I was able to take those coats to our old church at the time when we were doing outreach. And we were able to give them to so many people. I think we ended up with not but maybe one or two coats left that we had to take somewhere else. Everybody was blessed because of the selfless, selfless move made by the school to say, you know what? We need to hand this off to someone else that can use them and let them bless, be a, let, let these coats be a blessing to someone else. And that, you know, just, it was so exciting to see how it all worked and we all worked together and how many souls were comforted. That was planting a seed. Because these were people that may not have had much. And, you know, now they've encountered something good. Maybe they had some bad experience in a church. And then they came and they got that. And it may have shifted their mindset. And maybe some of those people decided, I'm going to go to church now. Or maybe um, they encountered one of us the day of the giveaway. And we were able to pray with them or, or encourage them. Whatever the case may be. God got the glory and we were able to rejoice because of the blessings that God bestowed upon his people through something that was lost and now was found and now many were blessed because of it. How about you? Do you know Jesus? If you don't, this is your day. I mean, you are found. <laughs> 
and we're excited about it. We're excited about you. Uh, you know, and if you are that brother or that sister that feels like everybody else is getting stuff but me, you know what? God's got you. He loves you so much. And begin to step back from yourself and, and begin to see what's really going on. See what's beneath the surface. You're going to be really amazed and you're going to say, all right, I get it now. And you're going to jump right on there and celebrate those people as well. Now, today is your day. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's what it's all about. Just like the prodigal son, to be saved, to spend eternity with Jesus Christ. That's the ultimate goal. The opposite will be in hell with Satan for eternity. There is no in-between. There is no middle ground. We need to read the Bible for ourselves and understand that. And there it is in plain black and white and in any language. And we can understand it that God loves us so much. And so do I. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org. J-A-C-K-I-E, be like boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with us others. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching youth life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation skills, and human and sex trafficking awareness. Tune in Friday. I've got some good news for you about a new program with Tzone. Oh, yeah. And we thank you for your donations. Hit the donate button and Help support this well-worthwhile cause. You won't go wrong. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day. Fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.